Welcome to the Cantina Chatter Podcast. Welcome back. I'm Victoria, your host here on the Cantina Chatter Podcast, your resource for Star Wars, new and retro toys, pop culture, and randomness from the 80s and 90s. All right, once again, on the Cantina Chatter podcast, uh, two people that have been on the show before. I'm really excited to have both of them. We've never uh, discussed toys at length, the three of us together. So it's super, super awesome to have Toyshes. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for having me on again. Thanks for coming on. And Tim from Collect Jurassic. Hey, back in the Cantina. Yeah, back in the Cantina. Uh, it's been a, probably close to a year since uh, you were on this show. Is that about right? That's right, and uh, we've kind of done our own thing in the meantime. Yeah, over on Collect Jurassic World, uh, the the Jurassic podcast for all things Jurassic toys, news, uh, and information. So, um, Toyshas, I think the last time I had you on was that we were doing our Batman 89 uh, retrospective. Is that correct? Yeah, that was fun. God, we got into some obscurity on that one. <laughs> As we always do. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, that was good. It's awesome re- remembering that amazing movie from, you know, way back when. And yeah, so um, uh, on that note, uh, you know, we may as well start off with Spin Master Batman. So basically for this episode, we're going to be talking all of the latest toys that are uh, starting to hit shelves at different retailers, Target, Walmart uh, for 2020. Uh, there's some really cool stuff that's hitting, some brand new stuff that hasn't um, really been in the limelight for a while, like, you know, Batman, for example, Alien, um, and, and some other really cool stuff. So uh, let's go ahead and kick it off with uh, Batman. So um, Toyshes, um, Spin Master acquired the license for Batman from Mattel uh, last year. Is that correct? Yeah, they, uh, Spin Master got the, the more, um, like, props and, and kid toys and then uh, the more kid basic figures whereas mcfarland picked up the collector license you would say uh so they're kind of splitting it that's why i think they ended up kind of on the shelves at the same time probably by no by no um you know coincidence of course but um it's interesting to see what each company has done i think that each one has is succeeded in some ways and then also kind of kind of backtracked again you know with what people are kind of hoping for with dc figures you know um and i mean like i said that both of them have good merits but i think that uh, we need to see more it's dc is a weird thing it's, it's a weird transitional time right now for everything dc toys movies cartoons and um they need to get back in the 90s heyday again with with dc <laughs> yeah yeah they totally do and, uh, I mean, I think this is a good start, you know, a three and three quarter inch line from Spin Master that is cohesive, that 
is very reminiscent of the stuff we got in the 90s where you have you know a good assortment of batman in quite a few different colors there's 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 gold batman there's blue batman there's gray batman there's black batman and mm -hmm. um you know you got the few vehicles like the batmobile uh you've got a you know the cycle you got a few couple of, of odds and ends like the multi-packs of uh you know different figures so uh, I, I think this is definitely a good step in this direction. It's really cool to see, you know, in, in you know the year 2020, that three and three quarter inch or four inch uh, is is still something that is a thing in stores. Uh, you mentioned all the colors, and I think that's the first thing that like jumped off at me when I was walking by. I always like pick up the Batman figures that have been out in the interim. Just look at them because I collected the animated series figures. I had a ton when I was a kid, and what I always liked about them was that it was like. This is the one suit they made, and they repainted it like 50 times. It was like the white ones, the Arctic, the yellow ones, the scuba ones. <laughs> I always thought that was kind of cool. Like, like my Batcave as a kid had them all set up as like Iron Man suits, but instead they were like Batman suits. So when I walked by and saw the new Spin Master ones on the shelf, that's the first thing that grabbed me was like, oh, there's a gold one. There's a blue one. There's a black one. Like I, That to me instantly spoke to me, and I was instantly tempted and eventually gave in. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's super cool to see it. And I think the last time I want to say they did four inch and, you know, these different colors is maybe the Dark Knight. Mm -hmm. I know the Dark Knight had like a four inch line and there were different like Batman, not not quite to the extreme that, you know, we had in the 90s. But um, I always thought that was pretty neat. I mean, you know, when you're a kid, I, I think I always was after, you know, just regular Batman. And it was kind of frustrating sometimes when mm -hmm. you go looking for regular Batman, you couldn't find him. But, yeah. like, yeah. In, in my head canon, it also made sense. Like, you know, of course he's Batman. You know, why wouldn't he have an Arctic suit and a jungle suit and a desert suit yeah, and all yeah, that yeah. other stuff? <laughs> the jungle suit, of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the main Batman was always, like, the coolest Batman. So, of course, he was hard to find. But, I mean, the colored ones were a lot of fun, too. And I think that's what I see about this smaller line is, like, it's got potential. We've seen, like, I don't know as far as the Batmans themselves go, like six or seven, I think we know that are coming out. But I mean, who even knows how crazy they'll go with repaints and stuff. I'm already kind of noticing between a couple of figures I have, like they reuse certain molds in certain parts. So they're really clever with sort of the tooling, but I'm sure they're going to go crazy and just make a ton of different versions. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think that, uh, I think that the for me, the articulation is a little bit lacking. I would have liked to have seen something more, Fortnite-ish, you know, with the whole line mm -hmm. and then, like, building, like, a bat cave or alleyway. You know what I mean? Like, adding to that. But I think if they get to that, like, because, you know, like you said, they started off with, there's a Batmobile, and it turns into a bat boat, So that's pretty mm -hmm. cool. Mm -hmm. And um, they got quite a bit of villains. You know, they got lots of, like, characters on the way. So as long as they just keep going with it and don't, you know, stop, like, all of a sudden, like, oh, okay, now we're done. You know, or it's just... It's just all Batman or all Superman again. Um, yeah. I think mm -hmm. they're, they're, gonna, they're starting off to something good. Yeah, and it's really cool that they do have, you know, also other DC characters. Like, you know, you mentioned, like, the Batman villains and Robin and Nightwing and all that. But there's also, like, Superman. I saw him on the shelf today at Target. And um, it, it is really cool to see those other characters making an appearance as well. And there's a lot of villains already, like, a lot. It's not like they're trickling them out. There's already, like, four or five. Yeah, there's quite a few. Um what do you guys think of the uh, the mystery pack-ins that these figures come with? That's, I think, honestly, kind of missed the boat for me. I feel like mystery and, you know, that that element of play for kids is kind of ending or it's on its way out. And I don't know if it fits with a Batman figure line. That's, that's the one thing. I, and I've heard mixed stuff. And I myself haven't 
actually checked out the figures yet, but uh, that's just from going off of what you know people have written in saying and everything. So, and they're not they're not detailed. Mm-hmm. They're not. I mean, they're not uh, painted or anything. They're usually like a solid color, uh, is what I'm seeing, what I'm told. But uh, I would have liked to have seen maybe something different. Maybe just weapons in, in mm-hmm. general. You know, I see it for for kids, kind of. Uh, being a good jumping on point, but I don't know how much longer that would that would go. You know, if they when they keep doing waves and waves. So mm-hmm. counterpoint, <laughs> I actually think it's a a pretty cool idea. I I mean I don't know if it's for me or if it's for kids or or, or who exactly it's aimed at, but I think the idea of it because when I saw the figures when they were first announced and they had the the packaging art with the mystery accessories, I was like, oh, it's just going to be a random grab bag of random things. But it's actually pretty meticulous the way it works where, like, you can have a figure and you can open it up and it could come with two different sets of accessories and some of the accessories are ultra rare and some of them are just rare and that's why they're they're different colors and it totally reminds me of like the gamification of like loot drops in video games like you're always trying to get like like i know victoria opened a figure and had the ultra rare mask already and i was like oh you got the mask like that that to me is kind of cool (laughs) kind of uh energizes uh, the reason that you would get these mysteries, like I have the gold Batman right now in the package. I didn't even want to get him, but I'm like, oh, he might, he probably has cool accessories. So to me, that's like a little bit more of a uh, a reason to explore some of the figures you might not have bought because they do have these cool accessories, um, and you can kind of get this ultra rare bat suit, sort of like build a figure but with accessories, um, and and a uh-huh. totally random chance at it too. So I'm sure the the real crazy collectors out there will buy the same figure over and over again until they get they get the loot drop they want but i don't know it's kind of genius i mean it could be totally fall flat um and and be lost on people but uh as soon as i open up the little insert inside you know what i'm talking about victoria like i was like oh this is how this works this is interesting okay um I, that really spoke to me it is interesting and you know the little pamphlet that comes in there like it tells you like you know i looked at it at first and i was like wait this is just kind of confusing it's kind of weird but then i started like looking at it a little more carefully and um, you know, what it is is certain figures to begin with, like the gold Batman are already, you know, supposed to be rare, but then, um, the accessories, you know, they, they do have like, they're on a scale, like some of them are indicated as being rare and some are indicated as being super rare. So, you know, it, it is a bit of a mystery as to what's going to you know be in your package, but there's a few accessories in each package. I think there's three of them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, once you open them up, you know, you see what you get, then you get the pamphlet and you can compare and see, oh, you know, I got the rare one. Oh, I got this, mm-hmm. I got that. And. Um, you know, like you said, I think, it, you know, maybe for an adult collector like me, it isn't the most important thing, but it, it is kind of fun that they're trying something a little bit different and, mm-hmm. you know, giving people that sort of mystery aspect in order to entice them to, you know, perhaps buy, you know, even the same figures uh, over and over. And the packaging design is really cool, too, because it's like a, a, a locker you open up with three little doors that you punch out. Um, and then the reverse side of it's like a, a collector card. So they used kind of like every part of the Buffalo here to make this like a cool experience when you unbox it. I like it. That's cool. I'm glad, you know, like in, in utilizing the packaging, not a lot of uh, companies these days do that. It's just like, here's the packaging and you instantly throw it away. Mm-hmm. I like when they incorporate mm-hmm. uh, something fun to it, you know, something you can cut out or fold up like you were saying. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty cool. And, um, there's like a mission, right, for each figure, like depending on what card you get, that's the mission that you're supposedly supposed to play on. I guess that part was a little, a little lost on me. I was like, OK, I think I have what sewers or something. And I, it's like I think it was more just to 
maybe categorize the accessories you can get, but but they made a big deal about like choose your mission, what's your mission? So maybe that's up for the uh, the imagination inside all of us to figure out. <laughs> right on. Um, yeah, no, I think the figures they're fun. Um, you know, I'm definitely interested in getting getting some more of them. I do have the gold one. I haven't opened that one. Yeah. I have Killer Croc. I have um, you know just the standard gray and black uh, Batman. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, so Target has an exclusive like all black Batman. And, um, you know, I think they're pretty fun. I, I agree with Toysha's. I think the articulation is a little bit lacking on them. I think one of the issues that I had was on one of the shoulders, it was really tight of a joint. Mm. Um, but, um, you know, it's it's not too bad. I think these cost $8 at Walmart and or, or the, yeah, $8. And then I think they were like nine ninety nine yeah, at $8. Target. And that's they that's not a Brad pi- that's not a Brad uh, uh, price point for those. You know, for it's good for kids. And like you said, if you need to buy multiple things to kind of get all the rare stuff, that's a that's a mm-hmm. feasible you know price. Yeah. It's not like fifteen twenty where some things you know these days are, and you're yeah. just like, what? Yeah. No, I'm not buying more than one of these. It's it's not. And bad. the Batmobile's twenty bucks. You know, like that's pretty cheap. I don't know how much the Batmobiles were when we were kids, but it felt like they were a little more unattainable than just a twenty dollar vehicle. They were they were usually around that, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I think this one is maybe my parents were just being stingy. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, at the same time, I haven't bought this new Batmobile. I probably will at some point. But when you look at it, it's kind of like the wheels are hollow. Like, you know, there's like half of the yeah. wheels and even like, you know, it's like a cutout. And I mean, yeah, that... it's very chintzy looking on. Unfortunately, I think it looks cool. But once you pick it up, it's mm-hmm. very yeah. light. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I still contend that it's cool to have, you know, a cohesive four-inch line, you know, that has, like, vehicles and has, like, you know, a wide variety of figures. Because that's not really something we see a whole lot of these days, not even with Star Wars, sadly. So it's, it's cool that Spin Master is trying it with Batman. Yeah. Yeah, Star Wars is a lot of cardboard these days, especially <laughs> with their uh, play sets and stuff. So, it, yeah, I hope that they keep it plastic, you know, with whatever Spin Master... Well, no, at Toy Fair, that's that's exciting. I can't wait to see, uh, you know, what they what all the companies show off and everything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Maybe a Batcave. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you guys gotten a, a chance to check out either of you the uh, the McFarlane Batman figures yet? I I have I've actually um, I looked at all of them. Um, oh. And they're like I, I, in the last review that I did after you know I finished them off. Um, they have a lot of great things going. Uh, they're definitely that step above what DC Multiverse gradually became, you know, when they started to kind of go downhill. So they, they did it well on that, but they really have to work on scaling. All this stuff is totally out of whack <laughs> with one another. And that's that's the thing that I was interesting. Forward. Yeah. It primarily has to do a lot with um, 3d rendering and you know maybe they they ran out of time or something like that where they couldn't pinpoint it exactly um, but I would say moving forward wave two three whatever else um, that's probably one of the main areas I need to focus on I'm okay with most of the articulation because um, I like to pose them on my shelf and we're good you know I don't take yeah, a dozen yeah. thousand pictures and put them into you know dioramas and stuff like that and it's just not my uh-huh. thing and a lot of people like that but um i would say they're on a good track for what they uh for what they've done for wave one uh-huh yeah i um i haven't picked any up yet i have seen some of them you know in the stores and like i ha- kind of like 
McFarland for me has always been like not really a company I've invested all that much in because I've always found the figures to be kind of problematic. And I mean, I do have several of their figures. I think on some of them, they do a really good job with sculpting, but then when they paint them, they kind of look a little weird sometimes. And the same with mm -hmm. the QC, like a lot of their articulation hasn't been updated in like a while. So they're still kind of like dealing with joints and stuff that not even like Hasbro has on their legends and black series. So, um, I, I was a little nervous about them. They look good, but, you know, I, I haven't gotten them out of the package yet to really, you know, test mm -hmm. that out. Yeah, I was actually impressed with the paint applications when I was kind of flipping through them in store, just because I know the lot of the McFarlane toys I've seen before, you know, it's very detailed. And sometimes those details get a little muddy when you're talking about a mass produced figure. But I was really impressed. I mean, the ones that I really looked at and stared at straight in the face, you know, me and Victoria, I'm a little compulsive about that stuff. But I was really impressed. I mean, as far as what it looks like in the package, um, it seems like they have a lot of crisp detail. And granted, they are animated characters, so it's easier to pull off. But um, I liked what I saw. Nice. Yeah. Toys, anything to add to that point? Yeah, I'm, yeah so I'm looking at it on the shelf right now. The the animated ones, I, I think, like especially the Batman and the Superman are of like my favorite ones just because I feel like it, the DC collectibles ones, which I've never, I, I don't know why I didn't go after them, but I never collected those. I have all the, the Kenner animated up through Mattel's Justice League Unlimited and everything because I, I love those things. And they were five yeah. points of articulation mostly. Um when you put too much articulation on the animated type Bruce Tim designs, they they look wonky, and it's just because mm. you need those those edges to make it conform better to the uh, to the cartoon style. These ones actually oh, yeah. achieve it while still having some articulation, but like you said, um, Victoria, it, the articulation kind of varies between each figure, and the animated ones have these weird ratcheted. Uh, elbows to them huh. and you can see it like if you move the you know the shoulder in you'll see it on the on the corner of the elbow so you see like little divots that's the kind of stuff hmm. where i'm like mm, like this you could you can do this better you know what i mean like it it's too noticeable um but the details are there and Overall, I, I would just say that uh, I want to see what they're going to do for the later waves. You know, this is only wave one. I know a lot of people yeah. freaked out. <laughs> you know, like, oh, my God, like, what are they doing? And I'm like, well, hmm. you know, they used to make spawn figures. That's the so. Internet one to do. <laughs> yeah. I have a, <laughs> internet, I have a question. Um, <laughs> so did they, when they get the license, do they get the license to make any and all past Batman movies or is it? Um, like conform to the comics or like how, how does that work i the, the what i was told is that uh mcfarlane wanted to do everything and anything dc and uh -huh. they apparently you know and this is all hearsay this is you know it's could yeah. be anything and everything but they were like okay and then but if you see this first wave a lot of it is it's it's the newer, you know, you got Batman right. 1000, Superman 1000. So it's not necessarily like classic stuff. It's closer mm -hmm. to classic than what multiverse, uh, the Battelle multiverse was doing. But it still seems like you're, you're doing the, you know, what Warner Brothers is trying to push right now with their newer books and everything else. So yeah, the contemporary stuff, sure. It, exactly. So I'm, I want to see just like DC's it's a weird thing because DC universe classics was so perfect. 
like you got the characters that you wanted, you got the looks that you wanted, and the articulation is is you know it's old now, but they still look good. They display well, and it's weird because when people are saying, "Well, what do you want from McFarlane?" I'm like, "Well, I want him to do the Batman Who Laughs," which of course they did because he likes doing dark stuff and weird stuff, but. I want. I still want to see like classic. The rebirth. It just doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, with, you know, with the costumes. I agree. It really doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see. Uh, I mean, you know, I guess it's a, it's an okay start. I mean, they have an animated series Batman, which is cool to see. But I, I don't really know how I feel about that figure. Just proportionately, it looks a little weird. But um, mm-hmm. um, I want to see you know more of the stuff we like talking about. You know, like the the the, the movie Batman's and. Um, you know, the classic mm-hmm. comic mm-hmm. you know, Batman, stuff like that. So hopefully at mm-hmm. some point yeah. we'll yeah. see that. Did did you get the Mezco um, Batman that just went up, was it last week, for uh, the, the <sighs> Tim Burton Batman? You know, I I had plans on getting it. I was at work when it went up, and I, I wasn't able to sneak away, like, to, to do it. By the time I got to my phone and was able to get it on a break, like, I had to go to yeah. the wait list. So, yeah, um, it... It, it looks fantastic. It's just a little pricey. Um, and that was unfortunate. I was like, oof, that's a, that's a steep price for that Batman. <laughs> it is. But, you know, like the way I see it, it's like the Michael Keaton Batman. To me, that's Batman. It's like my Batman. So it's like, you know, I had to yeah, just, yeah. I'm on the wait list. I'm, you know, if, I, if, if that doesn't pan out, you know, that's directly through Mesco. If that doesn't pan out, I'll, you know, I'm sure I'll find a way to get it, you know, somehow or another. But, yeah, um, yeah hopefully that pans out because, yeah, I, I, I really want that. And I'm sure McFarlane will do something with that. <laughs> I just, I feel like that's, uh, that's probably right around the corner. <laughs> mm. That'd be really cool. And so you're telling me, you're telling me there's a chance that we're going to get, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Mr. Freeze, right? Right. Oh, that, you know what? <laughs> For as bad as that movie was, that design was pretty good. It was. I, <laughs> yeah, I, it's I, great. Yeah, I still have those Hasbro figures and they still hold up pretty well. Yeah, yeah, good, good stuff. stuff. Poison Ivy will get Uma Thurman going too, and <laughs> mm-hmm. Tommy Lee Jones. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'd be totally down with any of those. And these McFarlane's are seven inches. Is that correct? Yeah, they're seven inch, but they are they're big figures. Like when you put them up to like let's say a Marvel Legends or a Black Series, Star Wars, something like that. Like they are quite large, and it's kind of funny. You you look at them and then. You know, standalones, and when you put them up next to something else, you're like, "Dang, this is." But he, you know, they typically do that. They're like NECA in terms of like seven inch scale, um, but they're just they're just big meaty figures that he's got going on. Yeah, they are. They're they're heavy too, from what I felt seeing them on the shelf. Like you know, they're they're pretty yeah. hefty for sure. Yeah, and he's got you know he's got he did a vehicle he did the Bat Raptor, and it honestly like the Batman is okay that they did. It's a classic-ish looking Batman, but you put the two together and it looks, it reminds me of Kenner's stuff. You know what I mean? Like it's a weird design Batmobile thing and uh-huh. he lays on his stomach. You know, it's from the comic books, but it was just, it was pure like nostalgia for me. I was like, oh, this is exactly what Kenner, you know, would have done. And sure. it's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Is that thing pretty hefty? It is. Yeah, it's and it's it's heavy because the tires are like the heaviest part. They're big huge rubber tires and oh, cool. A lot of detail. The designer, um, I actually spoke with them. 
and I go, how many bat symbols do like every little thing has like a bat symbol ish <laughs> kind of thing to it? And I was like, that is cool because Batman would do that. You know, like the tires have bats, the computer yeah, system that. have little yeah, bat shaped yeah. things on it. And yeah, it's a, uh, it's a pretty great vehicle. So nice. Cool. Very nice. All right, so let's go ahead and move into uh, Lannard. So Lannard has uh, been doing some interesting stuff in recent years. So uh, they're famous for making, you know, the, the court figures, and uh, those have been around for a long time. Um, and uh, a few years back, they did the Kong Skull Island toy line, and, you know, some really cool stuff at really affordable prices. Uh, they did the Jumanji figures last year, and uh, a couple years back, they did Primal Clash, you know, which is like the prehistoric, like, human mashup yeah. set in the future or something weird um <laughs> and, you know it's all like whatever whatever the story was <laughs> whatever the story dinosaurs was. humans it's all good it's all good all good yeah <laughs> um and rampage and ra- they did rampage that's true they did rampage yeah yeah um and you know mostly stuff that's been pretty well received um and you know very affordable price points as well and yeah. I think that's been the most surprising thing because a lot of the things they make have been pretty good quality. Like I, I do have that Kong figure that's like 20 inches tall or something. And I love it. I mean, even oh, now yeah. it's, it's a really cool display piece. Um, yeah, that's gorgeous. Gorgeous figure. It is. Um, some of their things have been, you know, a little lackluster in terms of, you know, product itself. But, you know, a lot of it's been really great. And like I said, the price point, And I, I was really impressed last year with all the Jumanji stuff because... You know, we talk yeah, about yeah. all these toys, like like finding like quality, like articulated animal toys that do stuff is not an easy thing to do. And, you know, Landard was able to do it with that toy mm-hmm. line. Yeah. yeah, totally. And like even the things that they kind of fall short on, you're like, well, it was eight bucks or it was <laughs> like ten bucks. It's hard to expect too much out of it. But what they do get accomplished is is pretty impressive. And, yeah, those Jumanji figures. Like you said, finding like an action figure version of a of like a tiger or a lion or something uh, that doesn't look totally ridiculous. It's hard, and then they give us like a hippo and a rhino. So it was really really cool. I kind of wish they were still making them because I wanted like an alligator and, and oh, things like that. But like that. Um, yeah, it would have been awesome. But but they did all, they did crazy stuff. They had like a bald eagle and like a wolf. They they went for it. So a war- like um, there's a warthog. That, 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 yeah, it's like I've never I haven't seen Jumanji 2 yet, but I, I refuse to believe all of these animals like a bald eagle are in it. So uh, but it's funny they went for it and they and they did a really good job. It's like they didn't have to do that good of a job and they did so much. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, totally. yeah. The paint on those things are amazing. I was like, wow, yeah, they yeah. really like this looks like a little rhino. Yeah, they, they yeah, all yeah. every single animal is, is fantastic. Right. right. The rock. And you expect to take it out of the box. box. <laughs> You expect to like take it out of the box and see screw holes on the other side, but it's like it's it's all there. It's all good. So they didn't really like you know pull any bait and switches with it. It's just good stuff. Yeah, no, but Toy Shiz is right. Those rock figures are kind of eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wish I really wish uh, they would have done, you know, the Jack Black character and um, you know the other two from yeah. the movie. Um, Seems like kind of a mess. Yeah. Because they did Jack Black, and then they, what did they do? They put a, a different, um, one of their older figures in, like a bad guy. Right? And I was like, well, mm-hmm. I guess that works. But it, it, there's, there's not much there unless you're just fighting animals, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's true. So uh, this year, uh, Lannard is, has released alien toys. So these are kind of a uh, 
uh, you know, a, a kind of a pleasant surprise. I, I know we've known about him for a little yes. bit, but I mean, it's just so weird. Like, you know, Lannard, you know, which we're talking about, they're, they're kind of, I don't want to say up and coming because they've been around a long ass time, but you know, they're like, I think they're finally getting like noticed by a lot of, um, you know, right. people now. I hope so. There was even yeah. a post on Instagram earlier in the week. I don't know if you guys saw it by, um, you know, the, whoever runs the account for the toys that made us. And they said, oh, I've never heard of this company Lannard, but you know, they make yeah. million toys. I'm like, that's kind of weird. What? You guys have not heard yeah. of Lannard. <laughs> yeah. I, I was talking, uh, cause, um, the, the, the guy who, um, created the show, he messaged me he goes, uh, he goes, have you found the new Alien toys yet? And, I'm, and at that point, I was like, no. And he goes, I can't find them anywhere. You know, so we were trying to help each other um, find them. And then they went up online. And then I, I yeah. got this big, giant box in the mail from Walmart. Yes. And uh, the Alien Queen is, like, my new favorite. I'm looking at it. It's on my shelf or on my desk right now. Um I just opened it before this podcast just so I could talk about it. It's awesome. It's I'm yeah. so excited. Just like like Victoria, you're saying, like there's not a lot of alien stuff these days. I mean, NECA does a fantastic job, but these are like like Kenner. Like NECA's starting to do like old kind of Kenner stuff, but these yeah, are there's, there's something to these, you know. Yeah, yeah. This queen is so cool. I mean, the 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 actual xenomorphs are cool, but the queen is just something else because it's so hefty and uh, it does have like a pretty decent articulation with the arms. Yeah, uh, and the and the feet are even on, like on a ball joint. Like I'm impressed. Uh, it's it's huge. It's big enough to fight my Jurassic World dinosaurs. So I'm I'm very happy with it. <laughs> well, I was I have it matched up with like all my um, Kenner stuff, and like I have the the Kenner queen that they did with the playset. And, yeah. you know, I, I'm a nerd for all the xenomorph and stuff. I mean, it could technically, you could fudge it and call it like a king alien. It's not exactly yeah. a king alien, but, yeah, I mean, it's huge next to the queen. It's and that's huge. how it's supposed to be. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. And I love how they, like, have gone totally crazy with the colors, too, to sort of be like, hey, kids, it's alien. It's a rated R movie, but these, these are fun. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. It's, it's, it's kind of a cool. good way to get around Don't Yeah, yeah. I mean, I... The actual xenomorphs themselves, uh, like the warriors, the drones, or whatever, um, also really cool. I would love to see them in black. I think that would be they would yeah. be awesome. Mm. But but it's cool to see them in these fun colors too, and and kind of see their articulation on those as well as um is is pretty good. I mean, you yeah, it's it's cool. Um, especially when you put them next to the pack in marines they put in there, which are a little bit lacking. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the only drawback. Uh, they're, they're not a huge drawback, but they're not they're not a good yeah, uh, yeah. you know yeah, a point. That's not why you're buying them. <laughs> let's let's just say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah those humans are. Uh, but um, and you know I'm gonna I'm gonna say my little piece on this. There's no female figures in this line. There's no female figures in the Jumanji line. There's none in the Primal Clash line. There's none in you know the the Kong line or you know the Rampage line. So. Yeah, that's one thing I think Lander needs to look at. Even if if they're, you know, putting in their, you know, repacking their corpse figures, you know, they have a couple of, of female human sculpts they could throw in one of these packs, and I don't think it would really harm anything. So I think they should do that. No, and you got Ripley. Ripley is the is the core, you know, antagonist, you know, or protagonist of the alien. They got to have a, a girl in there. Put an eye patch. Like, do, you know what I mean? Like, dudes like to, to collect girl figures. Come on. They, they know. Yeah. They know what's yeah. up. Yeah. Like you said, it's Ripley. So, and they do have 
female molds for core and they're actually really good um but I, one thing i have noticed about these alien figures is uh the, all the figures they put in the human figures are the kind of like the old core figures because when they came out with the primal clash or jurassic clash depending on where you bought the toys at um those new those were like their new line of core figures they had like serious articulation on them and these they didn't bother packing them in with these probably to keep the price down because they put their articulation with the aliens but um the female figure is like awesome and in that sort of uh i guess evolution of core figure so it is a total waste to not put something like that in here yeah Yeah, 21st century Century fox was probably like okay if you want want the license you gotta focus on the aliens (laughs) yeah yeah right don't even don't give us a rock figure please (laughs) yeah right yeah, that was. But even the Wayland, the Wayland Utani uh, figure, astronaut-looking guy, like he works, like he, he yeah. actually works with the Kenner stuff. Yeah, um, I haven't opened the the power suit yet. I just haven't gotten to him. Um, but I, when yeah. I got the Queen out finally, I was like, "Hot dang! Like that is, yeah. that is awesome!" And people have already started repainting him, you know, and then doing. Oh, I have not seen that. Ooh, okay, see yeah, that. that's great. One guy, he's he's got one going. He sent me an update, and I was like, "Oh, let me know how that goes." Um, but it's funny when you said about uh, painting all these like black. Like even back in the day, Kenner uh, had all the animal, you know, looking xenomorphs and stuff like that. And it wasn't until like yeah. the very, almost very last, uh, they finally gave us an actual black xenomorph, which. Mm-hmm. Like you said, I wonder if it was, had to do with like, well, we could make it fun, and then as soon as you paint it black, it becomes the de- deadly alien yeah, yeah. for children. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> brother, make the blue gorilla alien. No, when I was a kid, I always used my brother's scorpion alien as like the go-to alien warrior because it looked basically like an alien in the movies. It was close enough, but um, but no, not until they get, they came out with that two-pack with the predator where you, we got like the actual black one, and it's still one of my favorite Kenner alien figures. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret. I've never seen an alien movie from beginning to end. Uh, I've caught them intermittently (laughs) here and there. Um, I've never bought an alien toy in my entire life. I bought this entire line. Mm -hmm. The whole thing. That's right. And now you have to get the Kenner ones, right? Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. Uh, They're they're just, it's just, you know, it's like I was saying with the, with the Batman stuff from Sin Master, it's, you know, a four-inch scale yeah. where, you know, you have a few figures, you have some, you know, different things going on, you have some vehicles. And, I mean, that's a, that, I think that's like a tried-and-true play pattern that's been around for, you know, over 40 years at this point. And, and to see, like, that actually yes. celebrated is by different companies is just incredible. So do you think yeah. that, like, let's say you have, like, Marvel Legends and you got McFarlane's new Batman. So, like, all this stuff is, like, 20 bucks. What is it about these... Lenard aliens that is so appealing because I've been thinking I'm like is it is it because they're like considered like non-collectible like it's just like you can go out to the store and, and find them usually fairly easily um, yeah it's, is it nostalgia or is it just like there's not a lot like it's not overly done it's not overly promoted it's something fun that not yeah. a lot of people really know or care about and I, for me I think that's what it is it's like I, you give me the Marvel Legends and and Star Wars and everything else all day, but this is like, this hasn't been done yeah. for a while, and that's why it's so mm-hmm. much fun. Yeah. Um, you know, I, you know, I, I gotta agree with that. I think it's, for me, it's a combination of, like I said, I've never even like really, you know, I'm letting you guys in on that secret. <laughs> uh, I think it's a combination for me of like price point, because, you know, they're really cheap sets, but also yeah. like, yes, 
you know, the fact that they're just like fun little sets. Like they're not, like you said, Toishas, they're not like anything fancy. They're not like, you know, if you're, if you're a serious adult collector, you know, you have access to things from Bandai, from NECA, from, yeah. um, you know, figure arts, whatever. Um, these aren't, these are just like mass marketed toys that are meant to appeal to, mm-hmm. you know, kids basically. And, and anybody can access them. And I think, you know, offering something that is such a throwback to the nineties and offering at such a price point, I think is what really appeals to me. Well, I hope that, you know, kids nowadays do co- like go after these and then like 20 years from now they're doing podcasts or whatever. Or, you know, whatever the technology is at that point. But they go, oh, yeah, these, like, Lennard Company put out these, like, ridiculously multicolored aliens. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's kind of keeping that that going. And I, and I like that. That's really yeah. cool. I think that's what I love about all the Lantern toys we talked about is that the the – price to enter is so low that you're like it's it's an easy impulse buy you know yeah. it's not like yeah it's, a, it's an impulse buy to buy the entire wave because <laughs> it's not that much money compared to if you're like us and you're spending money on toys it's like i can own the whole wave for like 60 bucks sure why not yeah, you know? like, yeah right. um it it, it, ma- it makes it easy and you know even though you've never seen the movie uh victoria there, there's something about these that like kind of evokes the the action figures that we grew up with and that's what i think is so cool about them because there's been plenty of alien toys um you know all all the time i don't think they've ever stopped but something about these even though they're ridiculous colors and maybe they're not gorillas and prey mantises and things like that from the kenner line um they're still just uh they're, they're, they just capture something about the toyified version of Alien that's already ridiculous because it's a rated R movie. Um, but they just capture something about it that's perfect. Yeah. No. No. Well, okay. it, it, if you if you dumb it down to just like it's uh, space people going after like an alien infestation, and even on the tank, uh, they wrote uh, like bug like bugs be gone or, or you know something like that. Yeah. Like, bug, yeah. That's, bug crusher. That's, yeah, that's how Kenner got around it because they called them like insects, uh, and they were like, "Oh, they, yeah, these aren't yeah. deadly aliens. It's like a hive, yeah, and it's yeah, it, yeah, don't worry yeah. about it." You know, and I even I even saved the cardboard cutout aliens from the packages. Like I've cut the packages up and saved oh, all that because oh, I'm yeah. like, the artwork is too awesome on the packages. Exactly. Like, it's, yeah. 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 I haven't opened any. I haven't opened any of these. I'm not. I'm not. Sh- I'd like to, but, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you look at them, and it just feels like the packaging kind of completes the product. So it's like, do I want to? Do I want to get yeah. extras to open? Like, I just don't know right now. Yeah, they're like little dioramas in there. It's it's very well done. There's like a little space scene and everything. They have those little cardboard eggs in there that I think are hilarious because it almost makes you think for a second you're getting more toys than you actually get. But, yeah, the, the packaging on these is awesome. I don't know if it's like all new original artwork or they've repurposed something from comics, but like the alien perched on the little Wayland like pillar on the left. It's very, very cool and very eye catching. Cause that's what I'm always thinking about is like, you know, these toy companies are all competing for, you know, the kid walking by to, to you know, if they're going to look at it and, and these definitely do the trick. There's nothing better on a toy than, uh, like original artwork. Um, like, like with the new power Rangers stuff, you got the the really fancy looking artwork. It's very just eye catching, oh, and yeah. I think for me, it's it's more than seeing a computer graphic or a three D layout where they you know they they're doing that now. A lot more companies are you flip the box over and it's just a three D rendered model, and I'm like, mm, yeah, that's not as fun, right? You know, it's uh, but 
How about that yeah. uh, that Goldar packaging for the for the Goldar figure? That's that's great. It's very eye catching. I just wish she wasn't a GameStop exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I barely saw. It. I mean, I, I got mine a while back from online, but I barely saw them at GameStop like not too long ago for the first time. Yeah, it, I I want. I know we're not going to talk about Power Rangers, but uh, they started off good. But I want more. It's I'm not a huge everything Power Rangers, but Mighty Morphin is like my jam because it's just w- what I had. But uh, I feel like they need to. Uh, you know, Bandai was doing it good, and then you kind of just gave us the, the same thing over again. We're, we need space aliens, and, yeah, yeah, and, and things. So we need uh, we need Alpha Five. We need like a Deluxe Zordon. We need like yeah, yeah. different things. We need Pudgy Pig. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> King Sphinx and <laughs> Pumpkin Wrapper. Oh man, that'd be great. <laughs> the Pachenko <laughs> Machine. <laughs> Right? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wow. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we could keep, keep going. going. Yeah. I'm like, we could, this, this will go off on another tangent. Yeah, that's, that's a whole other episode waiting to happen. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, yeah, so let's talk a little bit about these Goldlock, uh, this company, Goldlock. I hadn't even heard of them before, but um they have these new aliens that are aliens these robots that are available through walmart right now i don't know if they're available anywhere else yet i think they're exclusive to walmart um but they have they are yeah Mm -hmm. okay so they have from the forbidden planet they have robbie the robot and they also have the iron giant and these are these pretty decent sized robots um i have robbie right here on the desk with me let's see he is he's about 14 inches tall and uh, he's electronic. He's $20. He walks. He lights up. He's got a gizmo in the top of his head that spins in circles. And he is probably the coolest toy I've picked up in a long time. <laughs> I have not seen these on shelves yet. I, everyone keeps yeah, saying I haven't like, seen them either. Yeah, they go. Like, uh, one. the store by me had them. And then uh, I walked in and I talked to the guy. And he goes... He's like, oh, we put them out this morning. One guy bought them all. Like, Jesus. Of yeah, when when I was but, at, um, I got mine at Walmart uh, earlier in the week, and uh, I got both of them at the same time. But even as I was there in the toy aisle, you know, nowadays, you know, I don't really, I see other adult collectors, but they're usually like targeting like Hot Wheels or, you know, Star Wars or yeah. Marvel Legends, yeah. things like that. But this guy was in the toy aisle the same time as I did. After I had grabbed mine, he went to the shelf and he grabbed the last Iron Giant. He grabbed another Robbie. And uh, yeah, so people are definitely buying these. I think they're they're like what we just talked about with um, the Lennard aliens and things. It's, it's a, a, an awesome price point for the amount of plastic and electronics mm-hmm. that you get. Also, it's the Iron Giant, and then for while it's not like my robot, you know, with Robbie the robot and everything, I can still appreciate a good science fiction robot. I mean, right. I, I know who he is. Yeah. So that alone, it's just capitalizing on on nostalgia, mm-hmm. and then the older collector. I don't, I don't know if a lot of kids will be going after these, but adults are definitely going after yeah. these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like what you to your point, you know, I'm I'm a sucker for this sort of like retro sci-fi you know like yeah. robot alien type thing you know i just think it's awesome it's like the yeah. same same thing you know when they were doing those twilight zone toys a, a while back some of them you know i was just drawn to because you know it's like this old school classic you know like hollywood like you know b-movie robot sort of design and, you know i just and this one is yeah. really cool i mean it, it's a little bit you know I'm, it's a little bit better than that i mean it's it's just awesome like 
having it walk around the house. Yeah, it walks just like it does in the movie and the way it lights <laughs> up. And it's just the whole thing. Ugh, I love this thing. I love it, love it, love it. I think it has a, a, like kind of universal appeal even over Iron Giant. Like it, it's it's just got, like you said, a very classic B-movie look. But I, I actually think that's the one that kids will kind of blindly pick up and, and probably be drawn to in addition to all the adults out there hunting them down because it just has a very classic robot feel and everybody loves lights and, you know, walking features. So I think they were smart to kind of pick something that's so far back that, you know, it's almost like unknown um, in a way, you know. So I, I think that was a good Good, good kind of balance out with um, with Iron Giant. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 true. I, I'm like, if they were to ever do more, I'm curious to see what they like a like a Gort figure, you know, or or just keep the the robots going somehow. Yeah, you know, there's a lot that they can. Well, like Victoria knows what I want. I want them to do the the Lost in Space movie. Um, you know, from uh, I guess the 2000s. I want them to do that robot because that was like what I I love that thing. And you know, they kind of already have Robbie kind of like lost in space. It doesn't seem like that much of a stretch. And that awesome Easter egg someone pointed out to me um, on the back of, of like I think Robbie the, it mentions Trendmasters um, yeah. because I think um, yeah. the toy was actually like a repurposed Trendmasters toy, and they I guess they just lifted some of the copy up or something. But it literally says Trendmasters on the back of the box, and uh, so that right there I'm like oh yeah Lost in Space do it do it do it. So um, that's oh, just that's kind that's of a fun just... Easter egg for me. Uh, didn't you say it was like the same toy but it had a cord or something, Victoria? Uh, yeah. So that that's what got me researching it was the back of the box says that it's made with uh trend masters technology and i was like well what does that mean that's that's weird like trend masters has, yeah. has company's been gone for a long long time um so I, yeah i started going online and you know kind of looking it up and went to ebay and yeah i found that lo and behold uh this robbie the robot was actually created by trend masters back in 1999 um but back then it was connected to a wire with a with a like a little control you would actually control the movements and everything so uh yeah so now it's being produced by gold lock but it doesn't have the wire anymore now it just walks on its own that's cool that is yeah uh, that's that's technology right there baby yeah, yeah. <laughs> technology of a 1950s uh, robot you know 60 70 years in the future and yeah bringing it to life finally well it's kind of cool to see that they're repurposing an older toy that maybe didn't get a lot of you know, just being out there on store shelves or people enjoying it, and they found a way to just kind of incorporate mm-hmm. wireless even better. You know, yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. No, it's it's yeah, it's it's a great toy. I I love everything about it. I I got the Iron Giant too. I haven't opened that one yet, but um, I feel like Iron Giant. Like I I don't I'm not quite as I'm not a huge fan of it. I mean, it's it's cool, but I just bought it because it's like you know I wanted to get the set and. It just, you know, like, yeah. like I was saying, $20 and you get a walking robot that does stuff, I think is really cool. Um, but I kind of feel like that movie has kind of developed a little bit of a cult following in recent years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of companies are actually, they got Mondo, Thousand Toys, Diamond Select. Everyone's going to have their Iron Giant this year. So it's kind of, you know, it all fits. You're going to have a bunch of Iron Giants by the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> music yeah i thought that was kind of curious oh here we go (laughs) oh man i love that i love that like it just i wasn't alive during that era obviously but there's something about it yeah that's classic sci-fi that's awesome like that is just like perfection 
And shout out to Walmart for carrying these and the Lantern toys. Um, I feel like they're taking chances that other stores wouldn't on stuff like this, you know? Uh, so the fact that they're carrying alien toys that are like dirt cheap, these robots are super affordable. It's, it's awesome. I spend more time wandering around the Walmart toy aisle looking for cool stuff than, than target, obviously, cause I kind of know what, what's going to be there. So that's really fun. Yeah. Target, uh, their target kind of did a, an anime section for, let's say maybe the latter part of last year. And it feels to me like it may have fizzled out quicker than it like it came in. It just uh, they had a bunch of cool Godzilla stuff, and they had uh, some other Japanese slash like anime type toys. But it's for the for the targets that are around me, they're like they're being repurposed with other stuff now. Like they haven't restocked or replenished anything Godzilla, or and it, it's a shame. Whereas, like you said, Walmart is taking chances, doing cool stuff. And if you do walk around Walmart for like a good 20 minutes, you find stuff, you're like, what the heck is this? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. You know, totally. What is, and even, um, uh, what is it called? Mega blocks. Uh, they're doing, um, the alien eggs. Oh, the alien. Yeah, yeah. I found those too. Yeah. And they got the goo inside and you get two Xenos and two, uh, face huggers. And I'm like, that's, I want <laughs> oh, it just for the egg. Super egg. Yeah, it's I didn't uh, even so know that. Four, there should be four in each egg, yeah. And I think there's oh my gosh, two different sets, I want to say. See, I didn't even know that. I picked it up and I was like $10 and it only comes with one figure. But now that I know there's two, I might have to go back and check that out. Um, yeah, and, and on my Walmart, it was right next to the Lantern toys. So it was like a little kind of alien upright. It was kind of interesting. Yeah, it, that's it's a great time for like, I mean, this year is going to be total 80s and 90s toys i feel like are making mm-hmm. a huge return so we need to leonard makes more makes more aliens just keep making them yeah i i i love it lots of good stuff and uh walmart you know tim you were talking about all the stuff walmart has they also have uh it's really nothing new because i think they started carrying them last year but the the scooby-doo toys that they've been selling like oh yeah I, yeah, those, yeah those are great i had to buy them all got the mystery machine and uh, you know, again, very cheap. They're like six dollars, I think, for a set of two figures. It's like, how can you, you know, do better mm-hmm. than that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they've yeah. actually they've released. There's been a couple different waves, and there's actually like a box set too. And I, there's, I think, they're almost upwards of about twenty different characters for that Scooby Doo line. But they just kind of re-release you know the, the core scooby-doo mystery yeah. team yeah that's, and then add a new monster to every every wave right yeah that's true because it was uh it was a line i think that was offered a couple years ago before they they did this this line because mm-hmm. this is the 50th mm-hmm. anniversary line but you're right it is like some of them are like repackaged figures from like a couple of years ago where they where walmart also had an exclusive scooby-doo line and you know it was mm-hmm. i think it was a bigger line like like you said there were some multi-packs that had a ton of figures in them um, so yeah, no, it's, 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 uh, it's good stuff. Yeah. It's just, it's gets fun to see all this stuff excited, on the like, yeah. It gets me excited, like all this kind of, uh, nostalgia, um, but kind of realizing a classic toy way, like really excited for what Ghostbusters is going to do. If, if they can kind of channel all this good stuff we're talking about, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy because <laughs> there's so many people out there that collected that stuff that not, probably don't even collect toys anymore. And I feel like all it takes is the right kind of franchise and nostalgia in your life to kind of uh dip back into it 
I cannot wait for that. I can't wait to see what they have. It's like like what NECA did with these Target, you know, classic cartoon turtles where I have people that are like, hey, like, uh, like I don't know how to really ask this, but I don't collect toys in any way, but where do I get these Ninja Turtles? You know what I mean? I'm like, well, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you know, you can, you know, and I, you try to walk people through it. It's totally cool because, you know, the most majority of a lot of people collecting these, they haven't went after toys for years and years, but now they're like, I kind of want these. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're cool. Yeah. yeah. But the Ghostbusters and Toy Shiz is, is there to give them the gateway drug into toy collecting. <laughs> yeah, it's all downhill after that. <laughs> I just give you a taste. <laughs> yeah, I really hope they do like a retro line. Like you know, I mean, this is Hasbro. You know, they've done it with Marvel. They've done it with Star Wars. So I'd love to see them do like a retro line and bring back some of those classic Kenner sculpts, even if it's even if it's just like repacking the same exact figures from 30 years ago. I would love that. Oh yeah, yeah. I just I'm so happy just to see Ghostbusters on the shelves again. Like, it, and I don't want any of that like negativity that came with the last movie. Like, just make ghosts and have fun with it and do slime and mm-hmm. ectoplasm yeah. and have a good time. I think that like the toy industry has kind of figured out a couple of things about nostalgia since the last Ghostbusters movie is at least at least in my opinion. Seeing what even my baby uh, Jurassic World Mattel toys have kind of done. It's like, I think they've kind of figured out that there's a, there's, there's a balance that you can, you know, obviously serve the younger generations, but you can really cash in on the, the classic toys too, if you, if you do it right. And I just don't think they had that figured out when they did the first line of Ghostbusters figures at all. (laughs) Not the first ones, the first, sorry, new movie is what I mean. They just, uh, and it's unfortunate. It just looked like Mattel, was just uninterested you know what i mean and it it doesn't a good toy line can always save a bad movie i always say that but the toys mm-hmm. i remember looking at them i was like the heck is this like <laughs> you know i bought them all but at the same time i was like well now they don't have a car to fit in they don't like they could have made yeah. the boogeyman and they could have made all the real ghostbuster ones and just fit it you know into that like it's ghostbusters here's the females now and then here's the uh, stuff you know you know, and like you're yeah, saying, balancing right, right. like with uh, what Jurassic Park did. Uh-huh, right. Yeah, and then, you know, you also had Diamond Select, you know, kind of going at it, too, with their own figures. And, you know, it's kind of like, well, which ones do I buy? You know, it's, especially if you're not like uh-huh. a, you know, hardcore, like, collector that. But, you know, maybe you love Ghostbusters, and there's not a, there's not a ton of toys for Ghostbusters. But, you know, you kind of have, you know, those two options. And it's like, well, you know, do I pay just a little bit more and get you know what diamond select is doing or do i get this mattel figure that's been repacked like three times already yeah yeah i think they're gonna hit it so hard i mean with the stranger things stuff i think they're they're just if they if they play their cards right they can hit it really hard yeah i'm i'm excited to see what they actually what they actually put out it's it's uh i'm i'm hearing good things so fingers crossed yeah fingers crossed that it's gonna be all good stuff um, all right, so moving right along here, um, are there any other toy lines you guys can think of that, uh, you know, along these lines of Spin Master Batman and uh, Lannard Alien, you know, mass-produced, inexpensive toys that you've been you've been seeing or are aware of lately? That's all I've been after. I, I picked up a, a figure actually today that I, I never would go after the line or anything, but it was, you know, it was cheap and inexpensive. It was the Disney toy box um figures for like marvel and stuff 
and I got the Venom figure, and he was like ten bucks, and it was like perfect. You know what I mean? Like I'm like cool. Uh, I don't need like spend like thirty, you know, whatever Marvel Legends is twenty twenty one dollars. This was like big hefty heavy figure, ten bucks, perfect. <laughs> nice. Um, Tim, was it you that that had you had said you'd seen some like new um, Pixar, like a Pixar line of figures or something? Yeah, they were the they were Mattel Pixar figures, very much like uh, the Toy Story four figures as far as just build quality and, and almost scale too. Um, and I saw those at Walmart again. Shout out to Walmart, um, but uh, I, I haven't seen them anywhere else or even space for them. But they're really cool. Um, you know, the Toy Story figures themselves. Uh, kind of going back to those when those came on the shelves, I was very suspect of them because they were taking over the my dear. Jurassic World <laughs> toy space on the front of the target aisle. But, um, but you know, I, I warmed up to it. I saw the movie. Uh, I, I bought a couple of toys for my kids and they're, they're very well done. They're very simple. Um, but they're very well done and kind of solid. So these Pixar ones that, uh, we just spotted, uh, I, they had Wally and Eva. Um, they had Sully, Mike, uh, Mr. Incredible. And I think that's it. I can't think of who I'm forgetting. Um, but, I picked up the Wally and Eva set, and they're very cool. I mean, there's not a lot to them, you know. The Wally wheels around and his arms and head moves, but uh, the Eva figure is really cool because she is on this like cool ball joint clear stand, so she can kind of, you know, sway. Uh, you can kind of pose her, and her arms actually fold into her body too, like in the movie. So I thought it was pretty nifty for like ten bucks. It was it was very nifty. So. Um, I, and I love Wally, so any new Wally toy I'm gonna grab. So those were those were cool. I had no idea those were coming. So I hope they keep making them. I yeah, I haven't seen those yet. I've, I've after you told me about that, I started looking, but I haven't uh, haven't come across those. Yeah, you sent those over to me, and I was like, those are cool. Like, you know, like I like I said, like in talking about all these like figures, these they're a nice surprise to see. Right. After, you know, because. A lot of times, companies will send you, you know, press releases and stuff, and it's always fun to find new stuff on the shelves without being told about it. You know, and right? Like, yeah, yeah. And people were definitely like, "What is these? Like, what scale are these? What is?" You know, and I'm like, "Well, I'm like, you got to go to the store, <laughs> Dude, find it. figure it out for yourself." And I think they will make more because if you look at the card art for like Mister Incredibles, it shows like his the the rest of them. So, I feel like. Um, you know, I, they're going to keep going with this and, and make some more. Maybe this is just the first wave, but it's cool. I mean, it's just cool that they're kind of doing like a bigger Pixar thing um, and not just focusing on just Toy Story, even though those toys are great and they've made so many different versions, but to see them mm -hmm. kind of do something different. So uh, other stuff that's up and coming. Um, so recently uh, NECA announced a bunch of more forthcoming uh, Ninja Turtles for their TMNT line that they have at Target. Uh, if you're lucky enough to find them at Target, very few of us seem to be. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, Toishas, what do you think? Because there's, there's quite a few, um, you know, I, I don't know if we'll call them like B characters, but, you know, like kind of more like side characters that, uh, you know, were available yeah. in the old toy line from Playmates. This, uh, at least for me, you know, I'm looking at my, my shelf over here. It's got like every company's four turtles that they've made. And after a while and i was talking with a friend of mine the other day you know i want to see mutants and new characters you can only, it's kind of like ghostbusters where you do the four core heroes 
and then they maybe they'll do Shredder, maybe they'll do Bebop and Rocksteady. But we've been wanting these particular figures for years. Like even as a little kid, I remember you know you watched the cartoon. The Playmates ones always were crazy, and they did a great job. But they were never like the cartoon accurate type ones. But now, you know, going more into like they got the video game line, they got the cartoon line, they got the movie line. So everyone is like covered in terms of mm-hmm. what you grew up with turtles wise it seems like and it's fun yeah but slash and slash is one of my favorites you know from the, the archie comics and the video games and everything else so uh, it's that's the one that's the one i'm after <laughs> yeah yeah no it's 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 neat i mean I've enjoyed this this line quite a bit. I mean, I don't, I'm not like the biggest NECA collector. I have a, a good little bit of their stuff, but the turtle stuff is obviously, you know, some of the most appealing stuff that they've done. And like you said earlier, there's people that are trying to find these that haven't really collected toys in, you know, decades maybe. Um, mm-hmm. But they're just so well sculpted and, you know, detailed. And, you know, they really, you know, speak to the nostalgia and they really speak to you know, something that, you know, you had, you know, a long, long time ago. So um, it, it's cool to see it and it's cool. Uh, it's cool that they are expanding the line into these other characters, but it, it's almost hard for me to get excited about it because I feel like I'm probably not going to find them in stores anyway. Yeah, the the well, the cart the cartoon ones are always at Target. They're always hard to come by because they're they're kind of prey they're always preyed upon upon like the people that buy them and resell them and it's unfortunate Mm -hmm. because it really does deter a lot of people i i'm one of those people you know i try to go to target or walmart you know a couple times a week and a lot of people don't have the time to do that nor do they maybe they grew up grew up in a different era where you know that's how i used to go get my toy i go with my grandparents or something like that they just take me uh, but a lot of people go online now, so it's a little frustrating. I understand that if you can't get them online, you don't have the time to get them. But every time I post about the turtles or something like that, you always get the people in the comments that go, "Well, I got a set for sale. Want to buy it from me?" You know. And oh. while people go like, "Like, oh, you know," they always say, "Nick, how come you're not shipping enough? Target, how come you're not shipping enough?" And then when people make comments like that, I'm like, "Well, that's kind of why you're not." finding them because nobody needs three sets of these things maybe two yeah. one to go one for a yeah. box one for open yeah but you know it's it's unfortunate people go oh you want to buy a set for me i'm like come on get out of here yeah yeah, yeah. that's yeah i kind of think too though with with supply and scalping i mean there is a point as a company that you can ship a, a critical amount of something and uh and kind of out outrun that um but i do think these toys are just super 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 popular um that does kind of fuel the resale market too which i mean i don't collect these but um obviously anything that sort of takes the toy community by storm like these have where everyone's talking about um finding them at target that's always exciting for me to see because i like stuff like this that maybe signifies to retailers like this is a real market like this is this is not like a aisle in the back of the electronics section full of collector toys like this is a, a big money maker um that you can stock more of and kind can make more readily available online. Um, you know, I, I just think that's always healthy when something does kind of explode like this, even though there's the, the, the not so great part of it of, of kind of attracting reseller resellers trying to make a quick buck. It's still good that they are so popular. Yeah. 
and I, I don't fault if people want to buy and resell that's that's your own business you know you can do mm-hmm. it but when people right. are le- like legitimately going like i can't find these and you're like well <laughs> i got a set you know what i mean i'm like come on like you just go yeah. to people don't, don't be that guy <laughs> yeah, yeah don't be that guy um uh, I think I was recently told too that the way that it works is Target proper doesn't even stock these, like the NECA stuff. Like they have like a third party that comes in and, and stocks the shelves, but NECA somehow sends the stuff Whoa. to Target, but then they mm. just hold it in the warehouse and then the third party comes in to actually stock the shelves. Um, hmm. Yeah, basically. And, and they are working on getting more like into the online aspect. Um, they kind of sort of did it with these new turtles. I don't think, and and nothing on NECA's part either. I think it, it, you know, it's the inner workings of Target. You know, you you're relying on them to kind of set this up and make this happen online. So yeah, NECA is trying. You could you can see it even when they go on Twitter, like so, and they answer so many questions. I love the way they handle their social media. It's just it's very engaging and it keeps people up to date. This may not be what always people want to like see because you know it's like well keep checking stores well I'm trying you know but that's the right. best is what they can, they can yeah offer it's communication the, yeah you know? and a lot of times you kind of have to say well Target you know you, they're not always on top of it they're more on top of it than Walmart but with pre-orders and stuff yeah they lag they lag sometimes yeah. with their online element yeah yeah still remembering my uh, carbonized. <laughs> Mandalorian that was like on back order for like two months before they finally canceled it. Oh, oof, that sucks. Yeah. And I know those are hitting again. I haven't found found one myself, but I I know I am aware through your post wishes that you know they're starting to hit again. Yeah, it's just so funny because on Force Friday, the first Target I went to, the first and only Target I went to, was just completely stacked with those. And I bought one for myself, but it's like it's one of those things where you look back on, and you're like, huh. That was a lot of <laughs> coveted toys right there at the moment before, you know, I'm sure they were gone in the next two hours, but uh, it's funny. That's been such a popular one. Yeah. I I pre-ordered it the night before Forest Friday. I was like, cool. Uh-huh. I don't have to go in the store because my, you know, nobody, no targets in uh, California are going to do anything for Forest Friday. And then I went to the store in the morning <laughs> just to go like, oh, let's go see what's going on. And as I'm walking in, some dude walks out. With like a stack of those things, you know what I mean? uh, I'm like, ah, like, oh, this guy. And then I go, well, at least I got it on pre-order, and they didn't ship it for like another three months after that. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did your order get yeah. canceled too? No, they actually they, it shipped, and I laughed. I posted it was um, when was Force Friday? Like our, it was October, right, or something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get it. No, it was September. What in either case, I got it like two days before Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. like <laughs> yeah. The show was well underway at that point. <laughs> um, yeah. The carbonized version is so cool, though. It's almost too cool because, you know, the vintage collection versions coming out, the 3.75 Mandalorian. And I'm like, yeah, he's cool, but he could be carbonized and be cooler. Like, <laughs> I kind of wish they did the smaller ones carbonized. It, it just get for the Mandalorian specifically. I don't know about any of the other carbonized uh, Black Series figures, but for the Mandalorian specifically, it like kind of captured something about the show for me that I, I wish they did the smaller version of the figure like that. Cause it, it just looks awesome. It's not a gimmick on him. It, it feels legit. Yeah. Well I, would say, well, I would say come, come fall, you know, for, you know, their toy offerings and everything. 
Uh, it's probably going to be nothing but Mandalorian and Clone Wars uh, toys. So we'll probably get blown out of the water water with uh, new Mandalorian merchandise and the Baby Yoda. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm, I'm good with it's that. It's make the porgs <laughs> look like nothing. Yeah, yeah I'm good with that, yeah. too. Yeah. <sighs> All right, so... Yeah, I guess let's talk briefly. Uh, we already talked about um, Ghostbusters, but is there anything else you guys are, are excited for, looking forward to learning uh, coming out from Toy Fair next month? I just, I want a four-door Ecto-1. That's... Yes. I want to be able to put all the ghosts, but... And, and people are saying, well, I want a six-inch line. I'm like, you know what? If you... You can give me... I don't care whatever scale you want to do. Yeah. Um, as long as it... Builds to something, and maybe you get you get a playset, you know, something to display or make it fun, like they used to make them back in the day. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But have vehicles and have stuff. So you know, keep it at that four inch mark. I I would love it. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. Don't just make the 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 cast again. I mean, we really need some accessories to to work with here. And I and I that's I kind of what I'm saying. It's just. Uh, Something a little more expansive than just realizing characters and monsters. Um, something a little bit more to work with. Yeah, I would say that's I think what Kenner capitalized. You know, they had the firehouse. You know, they had a place where you could. That's your base. You know, you could put the Ecto two on top of the roof, and you could put the Ecto one inside the firehouse mm-hmm. itself. But it, it was um, the ghosts. That to me, I think that's what. They really need to have the ones and really capitalize. If you if they make the boogeyman and <laughs> Sam Hain and like fearsome, flesh. even make them like build the ghosts. I don't even care. Like deep you gotta cuts. do that. Deep cuts. You gotta do it with all the yeah. nostalgia stuff. Come on, you gotta do it. I gotta say too, like as somebody with kids, like I would like them to do some cool role play stuff again. The stuff that came out with the last movie was a little simplistic mm, but yeah. they made like a, a trap again like like i know me and my brother that's what we were really into was the role play stuff too so if they could come out with some role play stuff that really channeled um the original movies or i mean i i i'm assuming this new movie utilizes a lot of the same uh aesthetic same art direction so um, i'd love to see that stuff in addition to actual like action figures yeah, yeah. i'd love to see a pke meter like yes you yeah. know, they get, yeah, I bet you 10 bucks they'll do PK meter and goggles, you know, like you're saying, like with the, uh, I'm just thinking about the tra- the new trailers, stuff like that. Like they're going to have, they're going to do it right. I think I, I got full confidence. So. Yeah. And, you know, and ones that are not like $300, like wasn't Mattel doing like that, you know, really high end, like prop line a few years back? Yeah. 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 Really cool no, stuff, no, but no, too, too, a little too expensive. <laughs> Right. And that's it's great for those that that want it, but I would rather rather have done really cool toys at retail, right. you know, than than right. um, than that stuff. But then again, the uh, the counterpoint of that would be if if they're going to do like a collector line, which you know you kind of hear the the rumblings of that. Just don't do like Peter, you know, Peter Winston, you know, and then they're. They're in their regular jumpsuits, and the next wave, it's like, oh, they're slime, and then, oh, they got stay puffed. Yeah, you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. you gotta yeah. do comic books, real Ghostbusters, extreme Ghostbusters. Like you, you gotta do it, and and it will be great if they do. So. Yeah, gotta have the the hair popping up, and the eyes popping out, the ears like going you know side yeah. to side. Yes. Gotta have all that classic yeah. stuff. Well, even even like their leaked list, 
because, I mean, you could go off that as much as you want, but allegedly, you know, they, they have something called fright features. And I go, I see that and I go, oh, you know what I mean? Like, oh, what are they going to do, you know, with that? So, as long as it's not like a QR code I have to scan with my phone, then it, it'll be cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Like, yeah. Put, put your figure over, you know, put the phone over the figure and, ooh, look at that. And you're like, oh, God, no. Please, yeah, please right, don't right. do that. Yeah. No, but I, I think Ghostbusters is probably the one thing I'm most excited for, you know, from, from Toy Fair. And, yeah. Uh, but, you know, also looking forward to seeing what's going to happen with um, uh, Star Wars. I mean, it, it seems like from what they've yeah. Yeah. alluded to in recent months, they've kind of held a lot of things back, um, particularly I hope, from... I hope so. I hope they're not just, like, hyping people up, you know, you know like, if it's actually yeah. stuff they're holding back. Yeah. I... I'm just Star Wars has become like it's at the very bottom of what when I you know Toy Fair for me is like fine you want to show me Star Wars cool I'm so not excited about Star Wars at the moment and that's that's terrible but would you say that's that's more to do with the entertainment or more to do with the the way Hasbro is treating the toy line I I think that honestly and thinking about it I think Hasbro is doing the best that they can in terms of what they're given with the movies, the recent movies that just came out, you know, and everything. It, mm. it just didn't work for me at the end. You know, I liked solo and I liked rogue one go to town with those, you know what I mean? But the, the last three movies, I'm just, nah, I'm done with that. Can't do it anymore. They had great parts, but overall, I just couldn't. Can't. Uh, no, nah, it's not Star Wars. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, I still think Hasbro could have done more, but I'm 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 guessing it's very complex with the risks they take. But it's funny because we were just looking at pictures uh, earlier this week of Force Friday for Force Awakens. It's like an entire aisle, uh, both sides: toasters, lamps, comforters, uh, every action figure, every Lego. Blah. It's like it's it's inundated with everything star wars and then this year's was just like you know that i could it was in my trunk basically there there was just nothing to it it's it's just interesting to see how 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 far it's fallen for i mean i know the movies make money but i i assume a lot of this comes down to merchandising so that 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 key element was missing i they had to have been able to do more and it must have just been i don't know but even too risky even that 2015 release was very tame by comparison to the prequels. Yeah. 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 Now retailers for this last movie, they were like, mm, yeah, bare minimum, please. Like they just, yeah. were. there wasn't the backing that they, you know, and they, they make the argument, they go kids. Uh, they don't like star Wars no more. And, you know, it's kind of become that, but then, you know, my little one comes home with a, a goodie bag from her school, and it says, uh, uh, start, the kid had a Star Wars birthday party. And I go, that's, I'm so happy to see that. Like, I was, like, overjoyed. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, thank you. Children yeah. still like Star Wars? It's that's still great. Alive. It's still alive. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I'm really excited to see from Toy Fair 2, uh, we... Uh, Toy just mentioned them in passing, but the uh, the NECA like classic Kenner line they did uh, with the alien the uh, what do you call it the the white one oh, the, ne- the neomorph the neomorph and then they also did the berserker predator which I got which is the coolest thing probably one of the coolest things I saw at Toy Fair last year and it was just a prototype um, but I'm hoping they do more with that I know it like just launched but um, I'm really hoping to see more of that stuff. They they uh, alluded to more, so that's and they, again like Lan, uh, Leonard can have these aliens, and Neca could do yes. 
like the actual can like and I one of something I was telling Necker when I was talking I was like like do are you guys going to do um like what Kenner did like are, can you take a neomorph and splice it with a crocodile you know what I mean like yeah. something like that yeah um you know I I have high hopes I'm like well I'm excited to see what you guys are going to do with that because those are awesome toys. <laughs> I'm holding you to uh, Alien Crocodile. That sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> they have to do it because I need it for my NECA Batman Aliens shelf. <laughs> <laughs> it's from the Dark Horse. Com- like When I saw that, I was like, somebody's uh, got to make that. Come on. Uh, yeah, it's awesome looking. Yeah. No, so I, hopefully it's good. Uh, you know, the, sometimes we get surprises from Toy Fair, so um, you know, ho- hopefully we're in for a few, you know, treats here and there as far as uh, you, new products that we're not even aware of or not even thinking would be a possibility. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll we'll know, you know, next month. Yeah, that's my. That's high, right. I hope you know we don't get everything spoiled like a week before, like kind of like last I year. Know. You know. Oh yeah. <laughs> One company leaks and the other ones go well what about us and then i'm like no like wait till we get there yeah save it yeah it is sort of a bummer the 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 day and age we live in where you're just lucky if you get there and stuff isn't already revealed so yeah yeah well the day one i know that uh you know hasbro um they'll be showing off ghostbusters so i cannot wait cannot wait to see Mm. that yeah, that's that's you know that's my number one thing as well. I'm just chomping at the bit to see you know what you know these new what the fright features are and you know what these new toys are going to be like. You know how how much they're going to focus on you know classic stuff. How much they're going to focus on new stuff. So yeah, yeah here's hoping. Most definitely. Here's hoping. Here's hoping we get a new fearsome flush. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like you know it, those were such classic ghosts, but I mean they can. They, I just I think I did a video. I'm like just make them gross and weird. Like put slime coming out of them and shooting slime and whatever else. Just ghosts are supposed to be they're fun. Yeah, I mean, that's they're scary, but you're not scared of them. You know? Right. Right. Yeah. And uh, you know yeah, it should be. Should be awesome toys, and that's all I'm hoping for for the, for this coming year. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we'll 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 know uh, you know next month you know what the situation is, and um, you know hopefully we'll have good things to talk about in the future. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, guys, it's been fun. Uh, thanks both to both of you for uh, coming on and joining in and talking about you know all this new stuff. I mean, we're barely in January for 2020, and there's already all this fun stuff on the shelf so that gives me a little bit of hope and a little bit of optimism for 2020 yeah. that you know it's going to be a great year for toys and you know like we said toy fair is uh you know right around the corner and um you know hopefully we're gonna get some really cool stuff and uh you know hopefully it's going to be a year to remember in terms of toys and collectibles it's that last sure. year is going to be hard to be i'll tell you that like 2019 was like everybody nailed it every company just had something to collect and I think 2020 will be pretty good too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Starting off strong anyway. Yeah. It's like three weeks in. I think I'm like a thousand bucks in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even like we were yeah. talking about this earlier, uh, you know, with me and Tim, like, you know, this isn't even stuff that we traditionally collect. You know, I'm, I've always been hardcore into Star Wars oh. and Jurassic, but this other stuff that we've been, you know, giving our attention lately isn't even, it's, it's neither of those. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 
it's crazy. But you know, I'm I'm happy about that. It's it's nice to have some stuff that's a little bit different and you know fresh and mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'm really hoping oh, totally. that you know we're gonna get stuff from those lines too. But you know, also these other toy lines obviously have proven to have something cool and fun and unique to offer. So uh, I love yeah. that. Hope to see more of it. Yeah, most definitely. Mm. Sounds like I'm going to be spending a lot of money on Ghostbusters. <laughs> I know. That's, I'm dreading it. I'm like, oh my God, I need that. I need that. I don't really need this backpack yeah. thing, man. I guess I need that. Might as well get it all. Yeah. Collect <laughs> them all. Collect them all. Well, uh, Toishas, uh, where can our listeners go to find you online? Um, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, just at Toishas or email me anytime toyshiz at gmail.com you got any questions or always happy to help so thank you for having me on yeah of course and pleasure talking with both of you yeah absolute yeah. pleasure yeah you too and uh tim where can our listeners go to find you online uh same as toyshiz all the above on social media at collect jurassic um also on youtube and of course we have collectjurassic.com with our articles and kind of a go-to place for all the reviews as well so uh if you're interested in just drastic collecting uh that's everything that we cover so um but yeah thanks for having me as well it's, it's this has been a blast talking about non-dinosaur toys yeah you you two you two are the go-to because you each have different perspectives but you're both the best at the dinosaur community and you know it i know it and everyone oh, out there you. should definitely know it god i go every time i sound like god i gotta get that new dinosaur <laughs> yeah god thank you that's very sweet thank you yeah, thank you. Yeah, the both of you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show. This has been a blast. And yeah, super, yeah, super fun. fun. Yeah, I'm I'm totally pumped about all this new stuff, and I uh, can't wait to have the two of you on the show again in the future. Yeah, we'll do cool. one post Toy Fair. Let's do it. There we go. There Absolutely. We go. If you aren't already, subscribe to The Place It All Started, the Victoria's Cantina YouTube channel where I review new toys and showcase retro toys from the past. You can also follow us for news and updates on Facebook by looking up Victoria's Cantina, toy photography on Instagram at Victoria's Cantina, and a constant drip of toy-related and other random and nonsensical tweets on Twitter at Vic's Cantina. If you're so inclined, we are on Patreon. Gain greater access to Victoria's Cantina by becoming a Patreon Cantina patron. For as little as a dollar a month, you'll help to keep the show going and also get exclusive content such as access to a private Twitter feed, early access to toy reviews, and behind-the-scenes featurettes. And if you can't, but you still want to help us out, one of the easiest and most helpful things you can do is leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts. It only takes a minute, so hit that five-star rating and leave a note stating why you enjoy the show. It'll make us more visible on iTunes and help others to find our show. As always, I'm Victoria, and no matter where you're listening out in the galaxy, I'd like to thank you for tuning in to the Cantina Chatter Podcast. <laughs>